July 5th, 2014. It's a Watt from Pedro show.
Waffle Bedro Show. Once again aboard Pride of Cucamonga, Skipper Jeff's boat. It's just me and him. Twofer in the outer harbor right now. Mano Welcome mano. aboard. <laughs> or or uh, yeah, Mano Mano. Uh, I thank you for welcoming me. And they and they never yeah, that's their little uh, bay in. Uh I hit the the mouse accidentally, people with the camera, so I'd I remedied that by taking the camera off. But I want to thank you, Skipper Jeff, for once more um, having me aboard prior to Cucamonga. Here we're near the Angels Gate now, which is the opening in the breakwater. You got a gorgeous vintage sailboat coming out without oh, yeah, his. Yeah, that's old time. That's yeah, got a big pilot house, big windows. That sure is pretty. He's a foot. He's under power. I'm guessing 50 at least. Yeah. Big cabin, huh? Big. Yeah. I couldn't tell you what that one is. You were asking me when we went out a couple of weeks ago, what kind of boat's that? What kind yeah. of, you know, there's so many, and especially if, if you go into the back channel there where we were by the chowder barge, there's a, there's a, some of them are homemade. Uh, some boats are bastardized. They're cross-production boats, and people will take the hull and finish them off themselves. So, you know. Saying it's easy, just Ford, Chevy, this kind yeah, of Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. Skip, Jeff, when was the first time you were in a boat? How old were you? Uh, probably seven or eight. And uh, Dad bought a 16-foot open sailboat, meaning no cabin. And uh, we lived in uh, Redding, California, and uh, took it out probably Lake Shasta. And, uh, yeah, Dad uh, fixed us all up, got us the little Gilligan's hats and and uh what else <laughs> yeah we got pictures i've been going through the family archives recently trying to scan and digitize what's the D gilligan hat the yeah, sailor yeah. hat upside down yeah, right inside out basically yeah. yeah we had him upside down you know what down. the idea of that was it's balin bucket oh that's what yeah. my pop said that that he said they weren't much good in a fight Especially with the England sailor, because they painted their hats. Yeah. He said they'd always go for the teeth, so you always watch the brim of those things. But ours, a little, they called him the Dixie Cup, or the soft guy, but all that parts of the uni uniform, he told me, all had a mission, and the mission of that device was a bailing. Yeah, it makes sense. Huh. I never realized that, but... Yeah, okay, so you were just a passenger, or did you crew for him? How old? Oh, six? I've been, yeah, right. seven or eight. So no, he he started teaching us, and I was the oldest of five kids. So um, I picked up a lot of it then. Um, and then by the time I was ten, Dad, we moved to Washington from Redding, California, and he bought a uh, thirty-three. Toma? No, we were in Bremerton, okay. and he bought a thirty-three-foot Islander. Uh, sailboat brand new and so first thing mom did was uh, get us all enrolled in the swimming classes at the Y <laughs> but uh, you, mean you didn't know how to swim before oh no I knew how to I, 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 I was swimming better. yeah but uh, you know my siblings were a lot younger than me and yeah. uh, we yeah those early pictures of us up on uh, Lake Shasta yeah we all had life jackets was it, was on. Turntable Lake there yet the Jeez, I couldn't tell you. I don't remember. That was made that. out of a reservoir. I think even the chest is made from just damming it up, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Because you can see the way the, the, the shoreline just comes up on the side of the hills. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah we go out there in the summertime. I remember it hot as hell, and the icebox would be full of Shasta sodas and Fresca. Remember Fresca? Yeah. <laughs> it, it was a weird, a weird, kind of weird, 
Yeah, it was like Zima without the alcohol. <laughs> and Shasta sodas, they had them here. Yeah, yeah. They were like Econo versus Coca-Cola or Pepsi. So uh, Lake Salem in the, in the uh, God, when, when that would have been 64, 65. And uh, then by the time I was 10, I was picking up a lot more because we were sailing on Puget Sound. I was the oldest of five, so I was dad's first mate. And I think it was my 11th birthday. still in the same boat? No. Does Dad have the same boat? No. Oh, the bigger boat. the first mate. Uh, no, it, well, it was the bigger boat when we moved to Washington. Yeah, but yeah. past that 30-footer, did he get another one? Or no. That? Yeah, no. Well, he hung on to that boat until we had to move inland in, uh, like, 71. And so we, we were boatless for three years when he got a job as a newspaper editor of the Walla Walla Union Bulletin and so we were so I got to go through three years of high school uninterrupted we moved a hell of a lot dad's journalistic career how'd you get the boat around on a trailer uh well no we we had boats when, when we stayed in certain towns when we, okay. we were in Reading we had the 16-footer when we were in Bremerton which was, um, how many years was that? Six years we had the 33-footer. Okay. And then Dad uh, dumped that. So we were boatless from like 72 to 75. 75, he bought a small 25-footer that he ultimately sailed to Alaska.
it's a sin Well, this is a sin If you think that's a joke This is you, I hope If you think that's a sin Well, this is
want to tattoo inanities inside of their eyes. 
while deeper a soul, psyche, or brain may be disguised, wiping perceived slights of the day, away by rote, ratted matter dithers to tatters, integrity shatters, as surely as weather, who'd rather be bothered indeed? Unless a need arisen to feed upon shriven cattle, fog enshrouded with hard oaken ignition enacted, by factions demanding, slavering to punch pedals, avoiding exposure and builds anew on verge to view, artifice in thought by ledger domain. Presto! One and two and a carnality in threes seems hoved of lizard brains, gentle to sunder from sentient plunderers who'd burn everything created before in Roman orgiastic excess demonstrably making moot points nonetheless, not whirling reason, nor rather seemingly nearly perceived, haphazard, limpid glints spray and sparkling truth. What time for wonder amid this cacophony, sprinkled in our cranial crenellations, simply savor the swimmingly simple spy lights, shined on that secret tooth and lap gleefully their undelible bites. From nearly improbable dimensions, determined faces diverted toward an indeterminacy of virtual mirrors, spilling instant likenesses of recognition between interlacing suspensions. So be told, hold on, behold, and beware. Channeled bits of esoterica chewed, through to the everyday by blogged toods to meld teeny bops into Dixieland. If only until the next click ought we to tell others what we smell. Probably best to leave mother alone or we'd actually destroy all her plants and shit into every glass intended. Somehow she'd know exactly the intent, seen but rarely heard. Some say it's out there. The new music likened to the children of old, upheld by sales and a digital diaspora, so flimsy it floats on puff, heavy as fly wings, fandom du jour. You know, uncared for after, but the spastic folks, they veered away. Magazine ads and TV, our last muse, rather chime of beetle step and sand, Rather, sun an echo, snapped in leaf clutter, we just got it. Never knew, only newly known. Blown in our nappy whale holes again, what crazy fat neediness sucks this time? It may only be insecurity and bias unleashed, but you're some kind of cocky-ass blunder beast, arrested by thought, riding all the fake trips out on the street.
there, boy. We'll show these fascists what a couple of hillbillies can do. for Pedro show. Well, we know what's going on. There's a lot of fighting. Yeah, they uh, took over. The, what is it? The, well, some of them. The ISIS took over one of the refineries. It's really ISIL because they use the old word for Syria, which was the Levant. Uh, okay. But they took over. Which I wish they'd the use because ISIS was, uh, was one of these. Uh, she's married to Osiris. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bobby Dylan's got a song called that, I think. Great song. Hey, people, you just heard uh, Sea Bloom from Tom Gallo started off, then Running Dog by Street Eaters. That's got John from Fleshies. Me, Tom, and we're going to play with him soon. You know, the Heralds. In a couple weeks. Uh, when I get back from New York City. Neon Gods and Funeral Strippers by Dirty Beaches. Uh, something brand new from Carrie uh, Floyd, Relative Spirit. Om Mani Padmi Hong. That must be a uh, mantra. After that, this is Zobscene, Seven Lerotics, out of Lyon, France. Uh, from the new Cuz record, France Snarl. Yeah, I might. No, I am going to England to do some uh, radio stuff with Brother Sam regarding that at the end of the month. Chubamato from their latest album, Hotel Valentine. Peer group with Xmas in Purgatory. That's recent release from Underwater Bridge. Kyoka. Her new album, uh, Initial A Blin. Some vowels are missing, so maybe I fucked that up. I'm sorry. Apex Phase Grifted or the Partiality of Execution. Brothers Chris Kroger out of Austin, Texas. From Pittsburgh, Tobacco with Omen Classic. The OC's Opposition with Maracas. They're the city, but I think originally Providence. And then Woody Guthrie from a live uh, broadcast from his show, All You Fascists Bound to Lose. How long you've had this boat here? Uh, 12 years. 12 years. And she's from the 70s, right? She's an Ericsson. 1973 Ericsson. Right. 27 foot. Built down in uh, Santa Ana, uh, Costa Mesa area. Yeah. 
Erickson, like kind of Scandinavian name. Yeah, fitting yeah. for a sale. R I C S O N. You know, there's many spellings of that name. Right, right, right. Yeah. And uh, many, many. They, 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 they don't build them anymore, right? When no. was the last one built? No. Oh, geez, probably mid '90s. A company called Pacific Seacraft took over the last three molds of. Uh, some of the larger boats, a 33, 38, and I forget what the other one was. And so uh, they kept producing them. Um, it doesn't look like it. That company went belly up somewhere in the early 2000s. And then a guy bought that company and moved it out to North Carolina. And the rumor or the news I've heard is the Erickson holes didn't make it. You know, they, they, they make a mold, you know. Yeah, sure. yeah. So they, they lay up fiberglass in the mold fiberglass matting you know great designs still desirable boats all right we're at the end of the first hour of the Pedro show july 5th 2014 with skipper jeff on board prior cucamonga hold tight for hour two no we play with screaming trees uh people july 5th 2014 second hour what from pedro show Igualito que otros tantos, de niño aprendí a sudar No conocí las escuelas, ni supe lo que es jugar Me sacaban de la cama por la mañana temprano Y al ladito de mi papá fui creciendo en el trabajo Con mi pura habilidad me las di de carpintero, de estucador y albañil Gaspiter y tornero, pucha que sería bueno haber tenido instrucción, porque de todo elemento el hombre es un creador. Yo le levanto una casa o le construyo un camino. Le pongo sabor al vino, le saco un mito a la fábrica Voy al fondo de la tierra y conquisto las alturas Camino por las estrellas y hago surco a la espesura Aprendí el vocabulario del amo, dueño y patrón Me mataron tantas veces por levantarles la voz pero del suelo me paro porque me prestan las manos Porque ahora no estoy solo, porque ahora somos tantos
and the things I say are new. So what's new? You never liked me, so I say fuck you. You know, you know don't that like, you don't, don't like me, don't like, I don't like you. You never listen to my point of view. I'm telling you, why don't y'all drop dead, you fucking fool? It's you who lose. You never wanted me, so I say fuck you. Who needs you? You know, you know that you don't like me And I don't like you You know, you know that you don't like me And I don't like you You know, you know that you don't like me And I don't like you You know, you know that you don't like me So I say, fuck you!
Bob from Bedro Show, start off the second hour. And on board Pratic Cucamonga. We're out in the sea now, Pacific Ocean, outside the breakwater. Way out. We got the... Nah, about a half mile. Yeah. From the lighthouse. I've been to the third one out. You know, they've got the yeah, yeah, marker yeah, buoys. Marker. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, start second hour off with uh, El Hombre, Es un Creator, Victor Hara. Much respect. Uh, to him. Trapecheo Parlamentario, Familia Miranda. After that, uh, they're out of, they're Chile guys out of Barcelona. Uh, Matematico, Tomas, uh, Betunizer, they're out of Valencia. Uh, Grof, Yurga, Vampire, Vampire. Omega is the Alpha from uh, Sydney, Australia. Block, up, up, out of Tokyo. God damn it. Whistle. <laughs> you hate me and I hate you, GGL and the Jabbers. I think that's New Hampshire. Uh, Psycho 1, the hysterical injury. Got to play with them in London a couple months ago. White Knight with Foreign Exchange. That's Kid Kevin. San Pedro, California, originally Anaheim. And then finally Aaron Oppenheim with 10th. I don't know where he's from, but it's interesting music. So, Skipper Jeff, tell me about the first time you sailed alone. Yeah, yeah, you were asking me about that, and so I can't discount uh, racing sailing dinghies. So, yeah, we had a 10-foot tender, a boat that uh, that you used to get from the mothership, the big boat we had, the 33-footer, when you need to get to shore, say if we were anchored off an island or, or if we, anyway... And uh, but it also was a sailing dinghy, so it had a centerboard that uh, you slid down and into the into the middle of the cockpit of the boat, and uh, and yeah, it was a pretty quick little boat. And I uh, competed with the yacht club we were in. What if you look up there, the third flag down with the the triangle-shaped flag, red and with a star. That's that's the flag from '66 from the Bremerton Yacht Club. But I used to race, you know, all the kids, you know, would race these dinghies. I think Bremerton has a sub base. So, or is that Evan? Yeah, it was a Trident. Marine, That's right. it's on Hood's Canal. I remember these. Yeah, anyway, yeah, it's on the other side of the yeah, yeah. peninsula. But uh, anyway, so, uh, yeah, I don't recall, uh, you know, I mean, I would sail the big boat when accompanied by my dad when I was 10, 11, 12. 13 but I raced the dinghies I won him a lot of uh, life jackets and uh, boat cushions <laughs> those were the prizes awarded and uh, so yeah that's the best way to learn is on a little boat with a simple setup with maybe just a mainsail and yeah. uh, you know and the main sheet which is a line to handle the sail I see these five and six year olds doing it there in oh yeah mother's yeah. bay you know in Long Beach yeah, yeah. let's hear some more tunes <laughs>
Recently, I renamed my tire iron the Hamburglar Helper, and it's been working out great.
So uh, what you heard was the rest of the music for this second hour. Start off with Daga Bloom out in Orange County, born to be brown. Chicago Batman after that with Lisi Andriando. Fell where old Adabaran by Devin, Gary, and Ross after that. A tune for Earl across the way from San Pedro Slim, right from this town. Crab Crusher, Insect Surfers. You don't want to be a crab crusher, do you? Yeah, uh, General. Oh, they're great. They're a surf band out of D.C. The, the cat Dave, he's been on the show. He's lived here for years. He also uh, is the lead singer for the Raw Power Rangers with Don Bowles. Yeah. They got to do their whole thing in front of James Williams. So they do uh, the Raw Power cover? The whole album. Oh, yeah. 
In silver pants, dude. Dave's pretty good, but he also plays good lead guitar. Um, general introduction, God, the God in Hackney. After that, Hamburger, Hamburglar Helper, Bob Schreiner, live at the Redwood. And I can't believe you wanted to be crazy by Deep in the Woods, 66. That's from uh, Jimmy outside of Dublin. And then finally, Frightwig with Hear What I Say from the city up there. The, just a short tour album from Eric Drew Feldman. So, um, when did you get to take that bigger boat by yourself? It probably wasn't, it wasn't until uh, 75 when my dad bought the Bayfield 25. And we had a house not quite on the water on Lake Washington. We, it was a, we were at a cul-de-sac and we rented a dock from a neighbor there. So, so we were on Lake Washington. So a lot of practice single-handed on Lake Washington. So I'm guessing I was 20, you know. And then Dad uh, uh, let me take it up to uh, Canada and uh, San Juan Islands, Victoria, you know, by myself. You have to go from Lake Washington through the locks. They have locks just like they do on the... There's a canal. Yeah, yeah, just like Panama, but smaller to go from fresh water to salt water. Shit, they got them in the city of London. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, from the little canals, yeah. there's little locks. Yeah, Lake Washington is... You have to get out and do your own dealio. They're yeah. so small. Yeah, well, Lake Washington's above sea level, so, yeah. So, so yeah, it's, it takes a bit of an effort to get from the fresh water, Lake Washington, to the salt water. Because you have to go under, I think, two or three drawbridges that you have to sound to get them to raise the bridges. Then you got the locks to contend with, and then, uh, then once you're in salt water, then you can go all the way out to the open ocean. Puget Sound's amazing. There's so many places to go and tie up. There's state parks, and uh, and there's islands within the sound itself. So, so uh, yeah, I think I really got my chops sailing on Lake Washington in my late teens, early 20s, and, uh, yeah. When did you get your first boat, your your own boat? My first own boat, I much later in life, uh, was, uh, it wasn't until uh, 2000, I bought a 22-footer, called a McGregor, it was a trailer boat, but I kept it on the trailer up in Oxnard, and then they used a hoist to put it in the water, and to, and I would sail to the Channel Islands up there, Anacapa, Santa Cruz, and uh, and just around uh, Oxnard area, Ventura area, which is no freshwater, all ocean sailing. Well, yeah, other than Lake Washington, and then no, I mean when you got your own boat and yeah, came down yeah, south here. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I had to uh, learn. I learned that blue water sailing, open ocean, was a lot different than lakes and Puget Sound, because you you're you're really facing the elements with the with the waves, the swell, and up there in uh, Channel Islands, there's a saying. They say if you can sail Channel Islands, you can sail any, anywhere. There's an area there in the Santa Barbara Channel they call Windy Lane, and it's notorious for getting the Santa Ana's, you get a vortex that comes from the Santa Ynez Mountains, and I've been caught in some nasty stuff up there. <laughs> so, so I think you, one of the, yeah, the time I asked you the scariest thing, and you said there was a there was a voyage. Scariest, scariest day of my life was anchored at Santa Cruz Island with this too small a boat, December 9th, two thousand and one. I wrote like a three-page log entry about. 
3 or 4 o'clock in the morning, I heard this bump. I was anchored in Smuggler's Cove, and then I stuck my head out the hatch and noticed that we were dragging anchor and dragging out of the cove, and uh, the winds were already whipping up to like 30 knots at that point, and, and so uh, there were like four other boats there, and I asked them what they were going to do, and they were going to, we're getting out of here, it's going to get worse, and it was about 18 miles back to the mainland, and... Uh, Sure enough, it was it was hairy. I had a passenger with me that was useless. He got seasick. We had big seas right off the bat. Once we got out of the protected side of the island, the lee of the island, we were facing 12-foot breakers. Dealt with that for probably 10 hours that day. Came back with torn sails, broken hatches. Probably bailed about 40 gallons of water out of the boat. <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, but you know what Ishmael said? What did he live to tell the tale? Live to tell the tale. There's a lot to this tale. Like I told you, you read Moby Dick and you read about Ishmael, right? He's the dude who makes it. Yeah, there's like I said, three-page log entry. I drowned the cell phone right after I talked to the family and a friend and told him about my situation. My friend Todd, who you know what he he actually called the lifeguard or the coast guard on my behalf, but. they weren't going to go out there until they heard something. But no, it took in a reef on the main. We sailed back on one sail, the main sail alone. And uh, like I said, it was a lot of battering getting back. And uh, I had more problems. My GPS was out and was in the shop. So I was on compass alone. And it was hard. One thing I remember it was hard to differentiate the coastline because the whole shore was getting hit by breakers so what i thought was a sandy beach was just a wash of water on rocks you know from a distance and we ended up farther north we ended up closer to ventura and then i had it took me about a half an hour to turn the boat around to get going down south again to oxnard and and uh, finally when i get close to shore i told my buddy who'd been puking for hours that he needed to help me and grab the radio which was already on the emergency channel 16 and call the coast guard and tell them to come out and they might have to scrape us off the rocks because i didn't know if the motor wouldn't do you any good i had a had an outboard motor and the swells were so big the motor would come out of the water and uh, would overheat you know because it needs to pump water to cool and so i had to do it sailing alone and I was drifting towards the rocks hard and there's a lot of technical aspects I could tell you about how I got in that predicament but uh, uh, by the time the Coast Guard came we had caught like a wave and surfed it down into the southern entrance of the harbor I was trying for the north entrance but that was a no-go and uh, and then the Coast Guard uh, comes flying in and they zipped up and I was in a daze my my lips were bloodied because one of the lines on the boat, the main sheet, kept slapping me through the day. I must have looked like hell. And uh, they they asked me, Skipper, they go, uh, Can't, you, you got a motor on that boat? And I'm like, you know, by this time I'm in the safety of the harbor. And I'm like, uh, yeah, okay. You know, I get the outboard down and going, Skipper, can you get your sails down? <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. Anybody else on board? And I go, yeah, yeah. Where is he? I go, he's he's really sick, seasick. 
they were much more concerned about the seasickness because that can really uh, debilitate somebody with the dehydration, which he needed. So and then they, I didn't know, I was kind of naive to sailing off the offshore of California and what, what it was like if you got assistance from the Coast Guard. And they, uh, they wanted me to follow them to their office and I, I, I didn't want to do that. I had a, had a yacht, uh, I was a member of a yacht club up there. I wanted to go tie up there, but so I, I was able to get the sail down, get in, get tied up. And, uh, and they immediately, uh, came on board, got my friend off who was just shivering and shaking and, and white as a ghost. And then they hauled him to, uh, into the hot showers with the marina manager and uh, you know put a emergency blanket on him and uh, yeah they they worked on him quite a while but uh, <laughs> I'm glad you both made it <laughs> we're at the end of the second hour July 5 2014 dish of show board Prada Cucamonga Pedro in the distance hold tight tree. for hour <laughs> three July 5th, 2014, it's the third hour of the Watt from Pedro show. Boys don't do it, do not obey, don't shoot at the striker, it may be you one day. of the world awaken break your chains command your rights all the wealth make is taken by exploiting parasites
your finger off the trigger and warns you, stroking a wild can. Mm-hmm.
now we've tied up at the Harbor Cut downtown 6th Street next to the Maritime Museum. We went into Fish Harbor there, got to see the Terminal Island Memorial, and then hoofed on over to uh, Harbor Light Chow Pad, but because of uh, July Independence Day things, it was Serato <laughs> closed. So we go back another time. So we didn't get to Chow, but we got to ex- explore good stuff. And uh, second time we've tied up here. Last time uh, we did the show, we tied up. And that was the second day it was open. It's on the way home, man. On the way home. And so, uh, well, I should tell you, we opened up the second, uh, no, the third hour with John, Tom, and Joe, Howie Reeve. Attention, Dark World of Gratification by Cascade and Liquid Rainbows. Shake by the extract, extract. Guns Rewild. And then some bass, some like Calo, Henri Texier, Vulture Grip, Bertram Toretsky, excuse me, Mr. Toretsky, incredible virtuoso, a bass man of the extended technique on the double bass. I had pleasure meeting him and getting to rap with him. He's incredible. Damon Smith. And then Damon Smith with Peter Kowald with Reflections on April 28th, 3. Toe Punt with Eye White. And finally, The Gears. Everything's all right. They got a new album. Uh, Skipper Jeff, what do you think you let you learn from that close call at the fucking Channel Island? Yeah, respect big time. And I learned because I grew up sailing protected waters, inland waterways of Puget Sound and lakes. And, and you know, I've been across some heavy seas up there straight to Juan de Fuca, but uh, sailing offshore in California, especially in the wintertime, deserves maximum respect. And uh, all of sailing's a learning experience. I had a little bit of a departure from sailing from when I lived in Washington and moved to L.A. in 82 and didn't get my first boat until 2000. So, uh, you didn't sail that whole 18 years? No, I'd go up and use Dad's boat. But when Dad sold his boat, that's when I decided to get my first boat as an adult. <laughs> so you used his boat for like 18 years? When I go up and visit, yeah. he and I would go do little trips, you know. So, um, but then uh, tides turned, his boat was gone. He'd fly down here and sail with me, and he was doing that. He's ninety now. He was doing that well into his eighties. Yeah, that's respect. Yeah, we, uh, Let's play some more music.
here at the Harbor Cut. Fireboat 2 house on one side, Maritime Museum on the other, we can hear the gangway creaking. Uh, we heard the Mau Mau's doing laugh track. Nice. Skipper Jeff now is a big Mau Mau's fan after last week's show. And Berlin Brats. And Berlin Brats, yeah. Uh, Rick Wilder. Purgatory by Mind Grenade, Ruined by the Lemon Limes, Adagio for String Things, David Gerard. Domesticated octopus seen walking the streets of South Korea by errors of metabolism. And finally, Squadra by billions of comrades. Skipper Jeff, what advice would you give to somebody who wanted to get involved with sailing? Well, you know, there's my advice and the way I like to roll. I'm kind of like a solo sailor, so, you know, and I, the fact I grew up with it, but um, so, you know, I got into yacht clubs dad was a member of a yacht club and so and uh, i enjoyed the sport right off the bat so that's that's good advice yacht clubs aren't for me right now but um there's that then there's you don't have to own a boat if you join a yacht club and there's some smaller yacht clubs too like uh in san pedro we got uh, buccaneer yacht club and hurricane gulch that are small and a lot of people that are members aren't don't own boats and so if you want to check it, it costs out, a lot of money to own a boat, right? Yeah, That's and some the of these line. some of these are O'Connor Yacht Clubs, the two I just mentioned, Buccaneer and Yeah, the, I'm glad you said that because when you hear the word yacht club you're probably thinking booze, yeah. but the, all it really means is boats. Yeah, there's Buccaneer and Hurricane Gulch locally and uh this is so yeah. cow people. Yeah, if you talk about uh, but then we got the high end right in Pedro, we got LA Yacht Club, yeah, which right. is uh yeah, you're you could be paying five thousand dollars a year in dues or something. Cabrillo. This ain't the slip, people. This is just belonging to the club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, there's there's different types of clubs, but um, also advice: start with small boat. You know, little dinghy, uh, sunfish, laser. A lot of places that rent them. I know San Diego, uh, Mission Bay. You can rent boats. Uh, not sure what the story is around here in Pedro. There's also cruising clubs that you can join where you don't have to own a boat, but you can, once you pass their little tests, and I can't think of any offhand, but you pass their little tests and they approve you, you can uh, rent out a boat for a weekend, take it all the way to Catalina based on your experience and, and what level of, of approval they've given you. Um, uh, I want to say Sunsail is one of the big worldwide ones, but uh, there was a. I met a cat at Catalina last summer, and uh, yeah, he was on one of these rental boats, and it it's an expensive hobby to own a boat like mine, twenty-seven feet. Well, we're just talking sailing. We're not talking about owning because yeah, 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 it's a lot yeah, of boats. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so your advice is start sailing before you start thinking about oh, owning. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. So. And uh, it's one of those things. It's kind of like the Grateful Dead. You either like it or you don't. You know, <laughs> it's like I get people on board. Oh yeah, they want to want to go, and uh, and then once they get out there, and the boat starts healing a little bit too much. Uh, they're like, take me back. I uh, reconnect- Mr. Wizard. I re- reconnected with an ex-girlfriend who's lived in Phoenix for years names uh, not to be told <laughs> she came out last october with me all excited to go on the boat and as soon as we get out there and the boat leans over about 20 degrees she was like ah, get me out of here okay. yeah yeah it's a uh, it can be the best roller coaster ride you've ever had in your life or 
or you know if you're into that kind of thing you better sure. like roller coasters <laughs> <laughs> thanks so much for taking me aboard i like roller coasters there you go <laughs> and i thoroughly enjoyed our voyage today skipper jeff thanks so much absolutely got me aboard good people there's been the july 5th 2014 edition what for pedro show at sea here in pride of cucamonga <laughs> be with you uh i think next week I'll do a show from New York City because i got to do an album there with Nels Klein, Greg Sonnier, and Nick Reinhardt. So till then, keep your powder keep dry. Your powder.